Welcome to a well-built podcast from Biltwell Bank. I'm Don Griffin, Biltwell's Executive for Human Resources, and it's my pleasure to serve today as your host. It's our goal to be the local economic engine that drives growth in the communities we serve. With this podcast, we'd like for you to gain knowledge about current events in banking, to answer some of your most common financial questions, and we'd like to simply connect with our communities in a meaningful way. If you miss an episode, you can access all of our prior episodes from our archive library available on our website, builtwell.bank, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Well, let's get started. It's my pleasure today to have with me Jeff Bridgman, and Jeff is the commercial banking executive for Biltwell Bank. Jeff, welcome. Thank you. Hey, welcome. Glad to be here. So today, let's talk about commercial real estate for investment. Uh, we'll talk about you know today's market, what's hot, what's not. So let me get started by asking you this question. When, when people say to you, I want to invest in real estate, or we talk about commercial real estate investment, what are we really talking about? Don, that's a great question and uh, probably something we should clarify before we go any further. Um, you know, people choose many different ways to invest their excess money. Um, some just love the stock market. Others want to avoid any risk at all, and they'll just want to keep their money in safe, risk-free investments like treasury bills or bonds. And some will just leave their money in a safe account like a Bill Will Bank. But we have a lot of other people that like to choose to invest in real estate in an effort to build equity or generate some extra cash flow. So when we talk about commercial real estate, or CRE as we like to call it around here, we're talking about investing in income-producing real estate mm. that is not your home or just personal property. Usually it's property that's generating income through rents or leases, and it could be something as small as a single rental house or a duplex, or it could be something more substantial like an apartment complex or office building or a retail center with multiple tenants. Okay, so let me ask you this. What kind of investments do you see the most in our markets? Well, we're fortunate to live in some of the best markets possible right now. Um, East Tennessee, North Georgia, uh, those are great areas. And it's attractive to many types of investors and businesses. And on top of that, our population growth is strong and unemployment is low. So there's an opportunity to invest in a variety of different properties. Rental homes, uh, they're always an attractive option for people. They usually provide a really low cost of investment, um, generate a little bit of extra income once the property is rented. Uh, they're fairly easy to manage. Those factors are what lead people into rental homes most often. And it's really a great place for people to start their investing in real estate because it's considered to be, I guess, a little bit lower risk. From a larger perspective, though, Don, we see commercial, uh, small commercial properties. Um, by that, we mean properties like apartments, um, offices, warehouses, uh, storage, retail centers. Those are usually the next layer up. And if bought right, can provide a really good income to the right investor. So when we're looking at these investments, how, how do banks actually handle them? Well, our bank, uh, we're no different than many others in, in that we're always interested in helping people make their dreams into reality. Um, so we'll work to try to tailor a deal that fits what the borrower is looking for. 
approaching a bank as a first-time investor is always encouraged. Um, we always encourage people to come to us early if you're just thinking about it and let us talk to you about some of the uh, areas you need to focus as you move ahead in, in your journey. We do caution first-timers to be sure to bring a business plan with them on how you plan to execute the operation of the property. There's a lot of things to consider, like how you plan to market your property, how you plan to manage it, uh, what happens if a tenant leaves, along with the normal financial considerations. So normal financial considerations. Tell me more about that and what yeah. you really mean by that. I understand. Well, if somebody were to ask us uh, to finance a real estate investment, we'll need to collect certain financial information so that we can prove the credit worthiness of the borrower. Generally, that will include uh, things like three years of tax returns on the borrower, any related business tax returns. Um, we'll provide you with a personal financial statement uh, to fill out and sign that uh, provides that uh, provides us with an idea of what you have in terms of assets and liabilities. And of course, we'll always need to verify liquidity by collecting copies of your most recent bank statements. If the borrower has any other properties already, because uh, sometimes we find people that have started investing, but they want to go further with it, we'll ask for what you ca what's called a rent roll, which is basically a listing of all the properties that you own with additional details like um, how much does your property rent for, who are the tenants, um, and who you owe and how much you owe on each property. Um, the bank will also pull your credit report, too, just like we do on any normal loan request, and put that with the financial information we collect from you. That's always great information for the bank. And I like to tell people the more that we can get on the front end, the faster we can give you an answer on the request. Okay, so you're collecting all this information, which it, it sounds like a lot, but it sounds mm -hmm. like it's truly related to what we're doing here on the credit side of things. But but what actually happens by you collecting this? Yeah, well, by collecting this information, we'll be doing two things. Uh, one, we want to be sure that the borrower uh, is in a position to continue paying for their existing debt obligations. Um, if you think about it this way, if, if someone is behind uh, making their current payments or having a hard time making their personal cash flow work before buying a property, it's probably not a good idea for them to take on another obligation. But secondly, we want to see if the property being purchased can pay for itself and provide a little bit of profit to the borrower. So we'll take the property's income potential into consideration and compare that to the proposed bank loan and make sure the property will at least pay for itself. We want to be a partner with you and make sure the investment you're planning to make is a good one. Okay, great. So we're looking at commercial property investment loans here. How does, you know, it, it, they are homes, they are apartments, they are houses where people live. How does that actually differ from a normal home mortgage? Are they the same? How are they different? Tell us some about that. I'm glad you asked that. Uh, we get a lot of questions about how can it be different and why, and a few things make an investment property loan different than the loan that you got to buy your personal home. Uh, number one, and this is good news, there is less paperwork uh, than a traditional home mortgage. It may not have sounded like that so far, but while we do require a lot of paper, we're a bank, uh -huh. right? Uh, there isn't quite as much because, number two, these loans are typically held in the bank and not sold off. So I don't know if you've ever gotten a mortgage with a bank or a mortgage company, 
uh, and only later you get a statement to find that your loan's been sold, and now you have to pay someone you don't know or haven't heard of. That's pretty common practice in home mortgages. Mm -hmm. Your home mortgage is usually a 30-year fixed rate loan, maybe 15 years, and banks don't typically want a long-term fixed rate loan on their books. So they, the mortgage companies will sell off the loan shortly after it's completed. With these investment loans, we typically do them in such a way that we can hold them on our books and not sell them off. Um, a third uh, difference is that these loans will be typically set up with what we like to call a balloon feature. Mm -hmm. This means that the actual term of the loan might be three or five years, but you'll pay on it like you have a 15 or 20-year term. Um, we call that the amortization period. Uh, the loan's amortized over 15 or 20 years, but the actual loan term is three or five. It gives us a chance to look at the market and pricing and make adjustments as needed. And if all goes well, the loans are usually routinely renewed for another three to five years until the loan's paid off. Another difference is that these loans are generally priced differently. So as I mentioned earlier, banks typically won't fix the rate for 30 years. So three or five years, like we talked about, would be the maximum that a bank would fix the rate. Some borrowers may even take a floating rate, which changes with Fed moves, and that has proven to be a very attractive option um, if you look at, at trends over the years. Mm -hmm. Now, lastly, one other thing I wanted to mention was down payment. It's always a question that's asked, and it's a good question that everybody should, should uh, find out about. How much do I need to get the process started? I always tell everybody a good place to start is 20%. That's a great rule of thumb to have 20% down payment ready. But it should be noted that sometimes the property, we talked about we want the property to be able to pay for itself. Mm -hmm. And so it needs to stand on its own. So some properties might require more than 20% down. I'll give you an example. If the rent were $1,000, but the loan amount causes the monthly payment to be $1,200, that would likely mean the loan would need to be reduced more to get the payment down below the rent amount. So you make a little bit of profit on it okay. that way. So what if I want to build something instead of buying it? Can the bank be involved in that side of things? Absolutely. Um, we provide construction financing that will generally roll into a normal term loan, like a one-time close product, if you've ever heard that, Okay. Uh, to get a property built and ready for lease. Uh, one thing to consider here is banks will sometimes want a property pre-leased to some level before construction, maybe not so much on houses, but sometimes commercial properties, you know, retail strip centers, office buildings, uh, you might be able to get leases ahead of time before the building's even constructed. And banks like to see that a lot of times, and it'll help the deal get done quicker. Okay. So we've talked a little bit about the what and the how of commercial real estate investment. Can you talk about that just a little bit more? Yeah. Well, here's the great thing. Like we said earlier, we are extremely fortunate to live in the communities where we have lower cost of living, ample employment, natural resources, a fast internet. Because of these things, our area is attractive to a bunch of different people. People are coming here to live and work, and when they do that, they need places to live, and they want amenities and services, restaurants, storage buildings. My point here is that housing and, and things like offices, retail shops, warehouses, mini storage, people want and demand those things. So as long as the local economy is growing, population staying at healthy levels, then all these things will stay in demand. 
Okay, so go ahead and tell us then what what is hot and what is not hot at this point, Jeff. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to be evasive, but <laughs> to be honest with you, just about everything today is hot, and I'm not sure how much it's going to cool. Uh, the last several years have seen a very robust market in real estate, and we all know prices are way up today. Rental rates on all types of properties have risen pretty sharply as well. So over the last year, though, the interest rates to borrow money have gone up rapidly as well. And this has caused the cash flow on some properties to not be as strong as before. You can think of it like this. It's kind of like buying a house. If the interest on your home mortgage is 3%, you can afford to buy more house than if the rate is 8%. Mm -hmm. So the same goes for commercial. Interest rates do affect how far your dollar will go on a purchase. So I guess the good news um, to that is that rental rates have stabilized, with some still have areas to grow. Uh, again, this applies to all kinds of investment properties, and we're seeing success across all levels of investment right now. Okay. So this has been great information as we've talked about commercial real estate investment. Is there anything else that we should know as we wrap things up? Yes, I'd probably say that this kind of investment, it, it really isn't for everyone. It works best if you're willing to put in the time, uh, be very organized, and understand that any kind of investment carries risk. A real estate por portfolio can be rewarding in a number of ways, but you have to know that this isn't a normal situation where you can buy something and just not touch it again. Things always require your attention, and you have to be ready for that. Tenants can change or vanish. <laughs> Economic swings can happen. You know, it could be anything. Staying on top of the trends, knowing the market, and most of all, the old adage really does hold true about what is the key to a good real estate investment. It's location, location, location. If the property's in a good place, it's likely going to withstand most of the issues that would crop up. And I would probably also add, Don, Having a good banker by your side mm -hmm. and helping you uh, watch the market and have that partner as you go forward, uh, to me, is one of the most important uh, things that you should consider if you're going to get into this type of investing. Great. Well, thanks, Jeff Bridgman, commercial banking executive with Biltwell Bank, for sharing some thoughts with us today on commercial real estate investment. Um to our listeners, thank you for sharing a few minutes of your day with us. Stay tuned for our next episode and follow a well-built podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts.